Welcome to the Pursue Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Lakin. In this show, you'll hear solo episodes from myself, as well as interviews with women and men who are community leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, athletes, and more. We will dive into their stories and provide you with actionable advice that will help and support you on your mission to pursue your potential. This podcast will be a place where you can tune in and learn what is needed to thrive mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually throughout the different levels of growth in your life. Hello, hello, hello. Today is New Year's Eve, and I felt the urge to talk about the new year coming up. I know that a lot of people are probably talking about this right now, and if you're on social media, you probably see influencers and coaches and everyone talking about new year, new me, what are you going to do differently? All those things. And the reason I'm saying it like that is because I have not been on social media really when I've been on, it's because I'm getting on to look for something specific and then I get distracted. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be on here (laughs) and not for any particular reason. I just I haven't felt like I wanted to be on there. I feel how distracting it is. I feel how much of a time waster it is. And I just wanted to take some time off from that before the new year comes around. And, you know, holiday season, take the time off, rest, recover. I am going to be getting back on, obviously, because I run my business online and it's very helpful to have a social media presence. I just haven't been scrolling and that's, I haven't been posting either. And there's a, there's mixed feelings here. And you probably get this where you take a break from social media, if you ever have, and you take a break and it's hard to go back because of how much you realize it was just getting in the way and how much it affected you and all those things. And so that you get the opportunity to have a break and you're like, I don't want to go back. <laughs> I do. And that's the, what's where it's conflicting is I like to go on there. I like to see what people are posting. I like connecting. I like creating content. It's something I've done since what, 2010. (laughs) I've been posting on social media a really long time and I've always enjoyed it. It's just nice to take a break from time to time. And I don't want to waste time scrolling anymore. So really haven't been on there. I don't know what people are saying. I just imagine that when it comes to the new year, there isn't a whole lot of new information or new words of wisdom (laughs) than there's been over the other years, right? What I am hoping is that what I have to say will be a different perspective for you and something you may or may not have thought of. And if you've thought of this or heard of this, I hope this can help it sink in and make sense. You focus a lot on your goals and not enough on your systems to reach those goals. And I was thinking about this a lot today, and that's why I wanted to record this, is because I needed to get my thoughts out of my head and out for anyone who's willing to listen. I've also learned that our struggles really don't ever go away. They just take a new form. And I'm going to explain both of those a little bit more in depth real quick. So the first thing I said you think a lot of your goals and not enough of your systems. I do recognize that I've quoted James Clear in the past and I will forever because it's such a solid quote 
you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And it's so true because your goals do not mean anything if you don't have systems in place to help you. Because you can have these goals to start off 2023 fit and in shape and going to the gym and losing all this weight. If something gets in your way and you don't have systems in place, it's just going to knock you back down, right? So the second thing that I wanted to mention here is your struggles really don't ever go away. They just take a new shape. What I mean by that is unless you've done some really solid work where you've just transformed your programming like crazy, which isn't most people, you have struggles that resurface throughout your life, no matter how much you think that you've already handled that. New levels bring up these issues all the time and new circumstances, new heartbreaks, new losses will probably bring these things up. Here's an example here that I've shared in the past, and I'm going to share it real quickly again. I've struggled with binge eating off and on throughout my entire life, as far back as I can remember, 12 or 13 years old. I'll be 32 next month. So with this, I have healed, quote unquote, or fixed, quote unquote, that issue multiple times throughout my life. And different scenarios, different seasons, different obstacles, different stressors, different whatever will sometimes bring that struggle back. And when that struggle comes back, I'll say, I thought I worked through this. I thought this wasn't a thing anymore. And it got to the point where in 2021, January, 2021, I declared I was done binge eating. I'm done binge eating. That's not part of my story anymore. And I went nearly a year without binge eating. And it was around the holiday season that I had another binge. And I've always had a big appetite and it isn't always a bad thing. And binges aren't always a bad thing. It's when it spirals and I feel like crap about myself and how I treated my body and treated it like a quote unquote trash can that I start to think, why are you doing this to your body? You know, the consequences of this, you know, what happens, your, your skin breaks out, you gain unwanted weight, you, you know, and it's not just a binge, obviously, because you're not going to gain weight from just that. It's just this time frame where I can't get my appetite under control. I can't get my binge eating under control. And so I have had that not as frequently as I used to, and it's not as big of a problem, but it still pops up. And I'm here thinking this will probably never go away. And it's probably the same thing for you too. So you might not be a binge eater. You could be the opposite where you don't eat. I have clients that do that where, you know, in a moment where I might turn to binge eating, they just don't eat. And they might have thought, I thought I worked on this. I thought that I was eating healthy. I thought I was eating enough, but really I recognize I haven't been eating because I'm so stressed because I'm so whatever that is. And I have to use a couple of, excuse me, a couple of examples here because it helps paint the picture a little bit more. And I want to use alcoholism. Okay. Any, think of any addiction. If you've ever struggled with addiction, I want to paint this picture here real quick, because I hope that this will finally help you see the success that you want to see, not just for January, not just for January and February, but all of 2023 and beyond. You have to look at your health and fitness journey 
with the same intensity and the same seriousness that someone who truly wants to be sober from alcohol would look at that journey. It's life or death for a lot of people. So let's say there's this individual. Actually, I'm going to use an example because she's on my mind. (laughs) I have a client that is in recovery and she is amazing. I've loved working with her and I appreciate how open she is with me. And I think a lot of that has to do with she recognizes it helps her in her own journey. This client of mine has been sober for about a year and she goes to AA meetings three times a week, has a sponsor that she can talk to anytime and is very open and vulnerable about her journey. She doesn't just keep it to herself. She shares it. She lets her friends and family know. And I look at that and I say, you know, that's how it has to be. And she might be going to AA meetings three times a week and having to sponsor the rest of her life. And she's smart enough to know that just because she's got a year under her belt, or even if she gets 10 years under her belt, there's always things that can come up that can trigger a relapse, that can trigger going back to that. And this isn't her first time getting sober. She's been to rehab multiple times. She's had a lot of time, you know, she's in her thirties and she's struggled with a a significant part of her life. And this is the real, this is the real, real for her. This is the real getting healthy and in recovery. This is the real, I mean this. And you have to look at your health and fitness journey with that same intensity where if you are struggling and you can't get out of that struggle, I'm sorry, but you have to hire a coach to help you. You have to hire someone. You have to, if you can't hire a coach, you've got to have some level of support system that's not your spouse, that's not your kids, that's not your best friend, that is someone who can have those hard conversations with you, that can tell you how it is and it doesn't ruin your relationship with them. I love to be the bad guy. I don't mean that, but like if I have a client who's struggling in her health and fitness journey and her husband is saying, no, you're doing great. You're doing, you're, you're doing amazing, like no problems. And then she can come to me and say, I I am doing this and I'm not happy with it. And I can point out, Hey, like, this is why you're struggling or this is what you can do better. Right. I like being in that position because then their husband doesn't have to be it's a lot better for an outside person, just like a therapist. Here's another one, right? So if you're going to therapy, couples therapy, let's say, and you are having this moment where your, your, uh, your therapist, sorry, has to tell you some hard truths that she's recognizing with you too. It doesn't matter because when you leave her office, you guys can go do your own thing. And it doesn't matter what you think about that therapist. And how she said those things because she was just doing her job and hopefully she's not being awful or he's not being awful. And we're going off of the sense that this person's trying to help you and not hurt you. Right. But if this was the other way around where maybe you and your husband are discussing your issues with your mom and your mom calls you out or says something, you're not going to have a great relationship with your mom because you're going to feel like she's judgmental and you have to stay away from her for your coupleship to work. Right. Same thing with a coach. It's it's a great thing for me to be able to be in that position to say, hey, this is what you can do better. This is where you're falling, falling short. And so if we get to that point where you've been struggling for a little while 
and you're not pulling yourself out of it, if you could, you would have, right? Then you need to get help and support from a professional that knows how to help you, that can be your coach and not just your cheerleader, that can be that support system and not just someone who's going to coddle you and enable you. So you have to look at your health and fitness journey with that same level of respect, that same that same level of this is life or death. I need to get my shit together. I need to be healthy or what's going to happen in 10 years. What's going to happen in two years. If I keep this up, am I going to become diabetic? Am I going to become obese? Am I going to have some health conditions that I don't currently have? What are the consequences of me doing this for this long? And what can I do to get some support here? And you have to look at it with that same level of intensity. I know I've said that over and over and I'm going to keep saying it because I get clients that come to me and I can't tell if they want it. I can't tell if this is important to them. I can't tell if they want to lose 50 pounds when they said that they did when we met. I can't tell. And I should be able to tell. It should look like you want this. You should be showing up for your workouts. You should be logging your food. If you are resistant to logging your food, you've got to do it for a certain amount of time. It just, that's the way that it is so that we can learn how to manage what you're doing. If I have no idea how much you're consuming, I have no idea how to help you. And I've tried and I've tried to offer other options to clients and they aren't always super transparent with me about what they're actually consuming. Or I'll say, okay, don't track, send me photos of your food. And they'll send me like one or two. And I'm saying, no, I need everything that you're eating. (laughs) And if that's too complicated, I need you to write it down, but I need to know what you're eating. So I have some form of data to go off of, to know where to take you. And then if we get to a point where we're seeing results, we know what's working and what's not. And when you get closer and closer to where you want to be, that's where we can let off the reins a little bit and say, Hey, you don't need to track anymore because you understand portion sizes. You understand what your plate should look like. And when you came to me, you had no idea. You had no idea that you were having three servings of spaghetti. You had no idea that that mac and cheese was about 800 calories and you don't need that many calories of mac and cheese. Get what I'm saying? So your systems really matter here. And if you go into 2023 without any systems and only goals, you're not going to reach those goals. You're just not. You have to have systems in place for when things get in your way, when you get in your way. What can I do differently? Who can I call? What resources do I have? Just like my client that is going to AA three times a week and working with a sponsor who she can call anytime. And she talks to me about these things. She, yeah, I was at a meeting last night. Yeah, I did this, this, and this. And I was talking to my sponsor and she said this, this, and this. And I love how active and engaged she is in her recovery process. A lot of people that do want to be sober, but don't have those systems in place, keep relapsing. If you don't have a sponsor to help you and communicate with you, and not even just that, just that ability for my client to vent to her sponsor when she's feeling triggered or when she's feeling like she's having a hard time and her sponsor can be there for her, that can stop a lot of relapses. Going to AA meetings and knowing that you need to show up for those things because you said that you would can stop a lot of relapses. So you need systems in place. You need to do things differently or 2023 is not going to be any different. You additionally 
need to think about the fact that you need to change. I need to change. If I want my goals, if I want to reach a a level of leanness that I haven't reached in a really long time, I need to change because the person I've been isn't cutting it, isn't working. And that's where I'm at in my health and fitness journey is I've maintained my physique within a few pounds for four or five years. What year is it? I've been, let's see, 2016 to 2023. That is a lot of time. That's a long time. I've been the same weight within, within five pounds since 2016. And we're going into 2023. Sure. I've had some moments where I've been a little leaner than other times, but I haven't reached a different level, a new level in my health and fitness journey in a really long time. And I'm ready to, I've maintained, I've shown that I can maintain where I'm at. I want to get leaner and I want to maintain that. And in order for me to do that, I need to change. I need to change a lot of my habits. I need to change a lot of my perspectives about myself and getting in my own way. I need to stop self-sabotaging. I need to do all the things that I try to help my clients with. So that's why I'm preaching to you today. That's what I'm sharing with you today is I hope that you have some big ambitions for 2023, just like I hope you want to have big ambitions for the rest of your life. My whole purpose is helping people pursue their potential in life. And I want you to have those goals. I just want you to recognize how important it is to have systems in place and that your actions will either get you closer or further from your goals. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I think that I've said enough. I hope that this really does help you and paints a picture because last thing I'll say here in the health and fitness space with being a coach, I have been coaching long enough that I have worked with returning clients that I worked with years ago and are returning. And a lot of times those clients, they seem like the same person when when we're, when we're talking and they're talking to me about their struggles and they're going in and out of certain things. I'm sitting there thinking you, we were here before (laughs) we were doing this dance and I was reaching out to you and you weren't showing up for your check-ins and we've done this before. So what can we do differently? And then I have some clients that have returned that I can tell that they've changed, but they have these new struggles that are very similar to the struggles that they had before. And I don't really think that struggles go away. Like I said, I think they just take on a new form. What is that new form? What are you compensating with? What are you going towards now? I heard this thought the other day. Well, it was actually my husband that said it because I'm not drinking coffee anymore. I'm not cutting it out, but I'm not drinking it. I haven't drank coffee in a month. Okay. So give me another minute. (laughs) I realized last week that I have been been drinking coffee since I was 16 years old off and on. And well, yeah, 16 years old sounds really young, right? I had a friend that got me into it because she loved pumpkin spice lattes. I don't even know how how she got into it, but she would say, do you want to go to Starbucks and get a pumpkin spice latte? went with her. I don't like them. So I'd get a caramel macchiato. And I loved that. And I've been drinking coffee ever since. And it's been black coffee since like 2015. (laughs) Rarely do I ever put anything in it, but it's been black coffee since 2015. And I started doing that because of competing because my coach told me I could have black coffee and that was it. So that's how it got started. And I, it went from an occasional thing to daily thing to taking breaks from it here and there. 
but I never really went long without it. And I think a month is probably the longest I've ever gone. So, wow, (laughs) about 16 years of my life, I've been drinking coffee and this is my first real break from it. And it's not even about like coffee being bad. It's just, I'm trying to look at my habits and see what I'm reliant on. Also, it's a good idea to take breaks from caffeine from time to time. And I'm just giving my system this overhaul and really paying attention to what's serving me and what's working and what's not working and what I can take breaks from. Taking breaks from social media, taking breaks from coffee, not drinking alcohol, taking breaks from whatever it might be so that I can just be without it for a little while. And I recognize that. So I drink a lot of tea and most of it is not caffeinated. I do have matcha green tea, which has got about a third of a cup of caffeine. Yeah, it has a third of a cup of (laughs) a third of the amount of caffeine. No, gosh, dang it. Why can't I say that? If you took a third of a cup of coffee, that's how much caffeine it has in it. There we go. (laughs) And so there's not much in it. And I'm not drinking as much as I used to because I would have two to three cups of coffee a day, you know, and I would drink my first cup maybe around 7, 8 a.m. And then I would have a couple more before 10 and then I didn't drink it the rest of the day. So I wasn't like a afternoon or evening coffee drinker. It was all in the morning. And I still do that with tea, but I drink tea all throughout the day because it's warm, it's comfortable, and I drink all different kinds of it. And so I was telling that to my husband, here's, we're wrapping it up. I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm still not drinking coffee. It sounds good. And I could, but I kind of like being able to say I haven't had it in a month and I am drinking a lot of tea. And he said something along the lines of switching up the vices or swapping one vice for the other. And I thought about that and I had to ask myself, is that what I'm doing? And I gave myself a minute and I'm thinking to myself, no, actually it's not the same thing because I need to get my water in. And this is a great way to help me do that. I like having tea. I drink herbal teas because I believe in the health effects of those. And so it's not the same thing where coffee felt like a necessity. I'm drinking tea. Like I would drink water. I'm drinking tea. Like I would eating my strawberries and blueberries every day, because I understand the health benefits of that. And I enjoy it. Right. So we have to look at those things and think about the intention that we have. Are we swapping one vice for the other? Are you swapping alcohol out and eating a lot of candy instead? So that's where I'm going to wrap it up is go into 2023, figuring out how you can have some systems in place to help you with your health and fitness goals. And if you've been struggling please don't go at it alone. You don't need to go at it alone. There's so many options to help you. I'm here to help. And if you are interested in working with me in your health and fitness journey on a one-to-one basis where I get to work with you hands-on on all the things that I talk about here, then DM me, send me an email. I will even leave the link for my application in the description of this podcast for you to check out. But just do not go at this alone. If you are trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get your health together, if you're trying to get healthier, please reach out and ask for help because you could be in a completely different place if you just get your systems where they need to be and stop doing the same thing and expecting different results. Have a wonderful day and happy new year.